Welcome to the Known Legacy Podcast, by Dads for Dads, coming at you from the Lone Star State Cigar Shop in Allen, Texas. For more info, go to www.knownlegacy.org or look for us on social media under Known Legacy. Now here's your host, Bill and Travis. So the weather in Allen, Texas right now, it's August, but it feels like fall. It does today. And I absolutely, I love fall. And I know why. I absolutely knew why. Growing up north, um, like fall was, there was crisp in the air. You could go to school with a jacket or a sweatshirt, and in the afternoon it was still warm enough that you could play outside and sweat. Yeah. And like the leaves, and I remember the smell of burning leaves because you could burn leaves in our neighborhood. Yeah. And you know, just and, and the anticipation of Christmas is right around the corner, and there might be a chance of snow at Christmas. Christmas time is here. Dude, I love that album, man. Charlie Brown's Christmas is oh, that's in Vince, fact Vince Guaraldi trio. Dude, in fact, hilarious. My morning devotion. I'm sitting outside listening to that this morning, and my kids are like, "Are you listening to Christmas music already?" It's August. I was like, "I'm all in. I'm all in. I'll I'm wear my Christmas in. shirt tomorrow if I could." I love Christmas. You know, I do give people a hard time who do Christmas early, but uh, I really do love that holiday. Like, I'm the same thing. Being from New York, we would have. Uh, you know, I, I miss walking through the woods, and I, it sounds weird, but there was like a sweet smell. Yes, yes. That's, and the, the leaves crunching, and the orange and yellow and reds, yep. and, and, and you just, I mean, the trees were almost bare, but the, it was like kind of like a cloudy outside, but yes. it was like, it just felt good. It did. And I, I miss apple cider. Oh, there was this place in Rockford that we used to, it was outside, and we'd pick apples. And it was the dorkiest thing because I'm paying someone to do their work for them. It's so weird. Jim Gaffigan has a, <laughs> has a bit on that. He goes, how much do I owe you to work for free? <laughs> I'm no idiot. I'm no idiot. Like, but it's true because we used to and love they the make apple these a- Apple cider donuts. Yes. Oh. <laughs> I was going to get to that. You got to it before I did. It's the best thing. Those apple cider donuts were amazing. And every year... I always put a post out of like, hey, who's going to send me them this year? And I always get somebody to mail me them. Our friends. Are you going to share? Oh, I will. <laughs> Our friends, Andy and Daria, they always they always send them to us. They, you know, they send us a pack. My brother sends a pack. And I never let either of them know that they send right. me a pack. Right. I want a lot. <laughs> and then my dad sometimes brings some down. Oh, they're the best. Uh, and you've rolled in sugar and then I'll get hot apple cider which I can't find around here that's really no, good. No, it's not. It's it's like five weeks old, processed. Uh, yeah, and it's like apple juice yes. that went bad, and yes. you're like, this isn't cider. Right. It needs a certain amount of like cinnamon and nutmeg in there just to, oh my gosh. It's the best. I love the fall. <laughs> I, the fall is my favorite. I do too. I don't... I just I want a, a fall moment right now. So for all you pastors in the Northeast that are listening to us, um, <laughs> or people looking, just normal people, normal people too. Well, we're looking for a fall conference up in your area uh, to come up to for your guys because we'd be more than happy to uh, to do that. Mainly, it's to drink apple cider and eat donuts, <laughs> but we'll talk about Jesus too if that's okay. We are not above begging, and uh, so this is us begging right now. Not at all. Please, someone in the Northeast, take us. Take us. Make it happen. So last night, um, I'll be honest with you, last night I had a horrible, horrible, horrible night of sleep. I hit the bed early, read for a little while, it was great. And, then, you, you know, um, it's at 2, 2.30 wake-up time, yeah. and um, you have one thought, and it just catches. 
Yeah. You know what I'm talking about? Yeah, yeah, yeah. And you're fighting it because you're like, don't catch, don't catch, don't catch, which almost makes it catch. And then all of a sudden, you cannot think about anything else. So I toss and turn from about 2.15 till about 2.45, 3 o'clock in the morning in bed, getting no sleep, getting no rest, getting nowhere near. So finally, I'm like, that's it. I go downstairs. I turn on like Science Channel or Expedition Unknown or some show that... You know, kind of into, but not. And it turned out to be like engineering failures. And I'm like, oh, this is really interesting. So I'm, <laughs> I'm still wide awake. And finally, you know, like 3.45 rolls around. I'm like, I've got to get some sleep, right? And I'm laying there and I'm starting to pray. And there's some things that were heavy on my heart and some, the things that I was thinking about. And uh, at like 4 o'clock, I just had this moment where, where for whatever reason, I felt like this... this uh, I, it's always sketchy when you're talking about the voice of God said, you know, Yeah, yeah. but it was just this idea that came to me and, and it was just this filling, filling of peace saying, Travis, all I want you to do is be obedient to me. Yeah. And, and because I was wrapped up in like things that I forgot to do or things that I didn't do or things that I need to do or the things that the relationships that I'm letting fall apart or the, the things that I'm not investing in and all of these failure moments. And, and it was just this overwhelming sense of like, Travis, I'm telling you what I want you to do. Just just obey me today. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And if you obey me today, it's going to be great. It's going to be great. And this overwhelming sense of peace just washed over me and and literally was asleep in the next 5 minutes to wake up a half hour later cuz I had to go work out. <laughs> and my my You're welcome. I know. Thank you. Thank you. And my coach she was like, good morning, Travis. I'm like, morning. She goes, oh, it's going to be that kind of day. I was like, I had a horrible night of sleep. Turned out to be good. Working out is always a win. But, but it was that idea of like the, the, the peace, like obedience is one of those words that we hate in our culture, we hate in our families, um, and, and we use as a weapon. But it is this amazing gift of God when you're seated in the throne of grace to hear him say, just obey. Yeah. Like I've, I've, I've told you, the way that I, I've designed you to live, just obey. And in that obedience, there's fruit. And in that obedience, there's peace. And in that obedience, there's all the things that I've promised you. So just obey. And when you don't obey, there's grace. Yeah. You know, there's always grace. You're not obeying to get my or earn my favor. You're obeying because I, as a loving father, am telling you, this is what I want you to do. Yeah. And I, I think we struggle with that a lot in the church, in our families, and also huge in my life. So anyways, that was my peace moment this morning of just saying, God, my only my job every day is simply this. What do you want me to do today? What do you want me to do? Who do you want me to connect with? What's the to-do list? Um, and, and, and let me be faithful in that. Yeah, yeah. And there's peace there. It's funny. There's a story in... Um in first Samuel 15, it talks about Saul and Saul. It, when you get a chance, you guys go back and read first Samuel. Um, I love it. One of my mentors, uh, used to tell me, he goes, this is his favorite book of the Bible. And it's become one of my favorite because we both agree that it's like the brave heart of the Bible. You know, it's like <laughs> David and Saul and, you know, Freedom! yeah. And all this stuff. And so you see in the story of Saul to not spoil it for you because it's the Bible. It's been there a while. This isn't it's not like the new Avengers movie that I'm talking about right now. Thanos but, wins, by the way. <laughs> but does he? So, <laughs> um, and so Saul had continuously rejected the Lord and he wasn't obedient to him. He was he did right. what he wanted to do and he wanted to do it. And then it says in verse um, in verse 22, it says, and Samuel said, uh, has the Lord 
as great delight in burnt offerings and sacrifices as in obeying the voice of the Lord. Behold, to obey is better than sacrifice and to listen than the fat of rams. For rebellion is as the sin of divination and presumption is as iniquity and idolatry because you have rejected the word of the Lord. He has also rejected you from being king. So there's a lot of words in there I don't use on a regular basis. Yes. Yeah, it's a lot. Of, it's a wordy, especially <laughs> for a cup of coffee in the morning. So, <laughs> But the big, the bigger purpose of all this is that, man, why did kind of the idea of why didn't you just obey? You know, so many times I walk into church and live in this idea of, of, of lack of obedience because I want to know the magic formula. So I'm on good, uh, I'm on God's good graces. Right. And catch up for all the bad that I done did. Right. And instead he's like, I just, it's like he grabs my face like, Bill, I just want you to listen. Like, it's my kids when they're fighting, and I'm like, stop giving me an excuse. Just stop yelling at each other. You know, you want to lose it on them. And I think it's that same heart of God to go, I just want you to be obedient. Like, I've got this under control. Just trust me. Right. You know, we're walking through some stuff right now in our life where I want to, honestly, I want to enact vengeance on something right now. <laughs> I want to tell the world how I've been wronged. And, uh, and, and we've got, talked about that for an hour already this morning. Before so we even got on here. Bill's not lying, people. He, he, if, if I threw out one word right now, he would go <laughs> off Don't, like a Molotov cocktail. Yeah, do not. Man, he would blow up. That ginger would live its life through That's it, man. It. It's it. And so I think the problem that I struggle with there is like I want to, oh, if you wrong me, well, then here's where I'm at. And, I, and God is like, Bill, do you trust me to just oh, be obedient and do what I'm telling you to do, and don't worry about them. And I'm like, yes, no. You know what I'm saying? Like, I just want to, like, I'm at the same, I want to be obedient, but I struggle with it. But it's really that simple. Right. And that's, it's just weird. So there's a, a book that we're reading in Cigar Church right now. It's called Point Man. It's a fantastic book. If you haven't read it yet, gentlemen, I would encourage you to do that. And one of the things that he talks about is the, the, the foundation of just spending time in the Word. And how we sometimes in our, in our culture, particularly our highly educated culture, we think the opposite of ignorance is knowledge. And so we invest a, a lot of time and effort into knowing more about God. Yeah. And he kind of pushes on that a little bit and says, that's the starting place. Knowledge is starting place, but that's not the goal. The goal is obedience. Yeah, it's it's knowledge producing obedience, not knowledge for knowledge's sake. And if you think about it, that's what one of the big challenges the Pharisees and Sadducees had when Jesus was there. Right. Yeah. They knew all of the Old Testament. They had most of it memorized. They could recite it without even opening the scroll. Yeah. And yet they struggled to they had a false obedience to God wrapped up in religion and law rather than one who who God throws it out in Isaiah and he reminds him, this, no, this is what the Lord desires. That you would have mercy. Yeah. That you would show mercy to people. You know, that's what I desire. And it just, it was, it, it, and again, I, you know, we struggle with it because, you know, we understand there, there is a plight in our church and in our families of work righteousness that thinks that my behavior is what will entice God to love me or bless me. And that is false. You yeah. are loved by God through grace alone. Ephesians 2 lays it out very clearly. It is by grace that you are brought into a relationship with the Father because of Jesus' death and his resurrection, yeah. period. But now that you are still here breathing the air of this earth before the second coming of Christ, 
He invites us and says, you are my kid and I love you. And I have fearfully and wonderfully made you. And so I have unique missions and unique callings in your life that I'm asking you to use, uh, to let me use you through. Yeah. Does that make sense? Yeah. That, that I'm, I, and, and just be obedient to me and trust me. You know, that weird feeling that you might have about like, I don't want to pay for coffee for the guy behind me. He seems like a tool. Yeah. Pay for the coffee. There's a great story. So um, back in, in uh, when I was in youth ministry in Austin, Texas, um, we had two kids at the time. And uh, there was this place that's still out there. It's called the Mercantile. And it is this German beer garden outside of town. And it's fantastic. It's in, mm. um, I forget the name of the town. But the, 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 the guy who runs the shop is actually a German immigrant. And it's his polka band that plays on Friday and Saturday nights. And so in the fall, again, the fall... <laughs> You'd go out there, you'd sit outside, it's nice and cool, you drink your beer, you eat your Wiener schnitzel and all of that, you know, what other... Sausage and peppers. Right. You know, sauerkraut, like legit sauerkraut. (sighs) And his polka band would be up there. So, we're there one night. (laughs) 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 All right. That was so, our. That was really good. I was was at least a 10 out of 10. Also in the Northeast, if you're looking for a polka band... Without any instruments, just two guys and a microphone, we'd love to come out and do that. We can do that too. We, <laughs> we can make this can do that for Oktoberfest. So, anyways, long story, <laughs> way too long. This is way too long. The story. It's all right. Anyways, <coughs> my wife and I are there. My mom and dad are there with us, and we're just. It was a Friday night. We just wanted a night out. <coughs> and um, the uh, uh, so my my daughter, who's um, three at the time, and my other daughter, who was one. Um, or not even one. She was. She wasn't walking yet. Um, and we're out there, and we're. we're um, my daughter wants to dance. My daughter wants to dance, and so I'm out there dancing. And we're having a great time and twirling around and everything else. And I look over, and, and next to the the picnic bench where, we're, where the family's sitting at, there's another couple, and it's it's two older people, who um, just look like they're there, but not having a not enjoying it at all. It, it, it's like they'd run their course. They were going out to dinner because that's what they do, but they weren't enjoying the time together. They just had a scowl on their look. You know what I'm talking about, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. And so as I'm dancing with my daughter on the dance floor, um, this thought came to my mind. I was like, I need to buy him a beer. Never met the guy. don't know the guy. And I'm like, I need to buy the guy a beer. I'm like, ah, I don't want to buy a guy a beer. So I'm arguing with it. Finally, I go to the bathroom and I have to walk right by the uh, the bartender and the same thought comes. You need to buy that guy a beer. And I'm like, nah, I don't want to buy that guy a beer. I'm going to the bathroom. It's like loud now in my head. Buy him a beer. And I'm like, no. And the next thing you know, I'm in line to buy this guy a beer. Okay. <laughs> so <laughs> and now I have two beers, one for me, not one for my wife and one for the stranger that just happens to be sitting next to our table. Right. Yeah. And I'm and my hands are sweating. My heart is like at 120 beats per minute because I'm like, this is stressful. This he's yeah. gonna like, what is he gonna think? Yeah. But I just I had to be obedient. I had to be obedient. It would not. I could not shake it. I had to be obedient. So finally, I'm walking over there. I sit down and I have two beers. And finally, I'm like, crap. I got to do this. So I stand up, and I, I I get Jenna. I was like, Jenna, I'm gonna meet you on the dance floor. So now I have an escape. And I turn around to the guys like, I don't know why. I just want to buy you a beer. And I gave him the beer, and I walked away. I, 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 I didn't want no eye contact, nothing. It was yeah. weird enough as it was. Yeah. So I'm on the dance floor trying desperately not to look at him. The next thing you know, I know my wife is on the dance floor, and then my mom and dad are on the dance floor. So now it's everyone except my infant child on the dance floor. And I'm like, where's my infant child? That couple. 
right after I left and gave him a beer, turned and started talking to my mom and dad, found out the story, and said, why don't you guys go dance? We'll hold your daughter. And they held my daughter for like the, the next three songs while the rest of our family were just dancing there. And it was just, just a moment of like God saying, see, there's blessings in obedience. That's cool. That's cool. And again, it's one of those weird things where everything in me was like, this is stupid. This is awkward. This is strange. There's like nothing in me wanted to do it, except there was that overwhelming sense of like, Travis, just trust me. I still don't know. I never know their names. I, I never got to really talk to them outside of like, hey, thank you so much. But it was just there's a blessing in obedience. There's not salvation in obedience. Salvation comes in Christ. Yeah, but there's yeah, a yeah. blessing no, that's in good. obedience. That's so good. And that's and man, if we can press that into our kids, that's huge. You know? Yeah, yeah, yeah. And, and often again, we use obedience as a stick rather than saying, No, 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 no. When you do what you say you're gonna do, there's a blessing in that. Yeah. Like when you clean your room, it's not because mom and dad are pissed that your room's a mess. It's because we know when you have order in your room, there's a blessing there. It becomes yeah. a sanctuary rather than one more thing that haunts you in the middle of the night saying, my room is a complete pigsty and it smells in here. And I don't even know if I have clean clothes because I haven't done laundry for three weeks. You yeah. know what I'm saying? Yeah, yeah, yeah. No, I, it's, it's funny. The, the battle that comes up in my mind, even as I think that is like, well, Joseph was obedient and it got worse. And then I'm going, but at the very end of his story, it got way better. And so it's looking at the, the whole picture of, you know, I'm being obedient. And I know that there's people going, well, I was obedient and I got crapped on. And it's like, the story ain't over yet. Right. Continue to be obedient. And, and, and the goal of obedience isn't always to have something better. Yeah. The goal of obedience is Correct. just saying, Lord, I've been obedient. And that not that what Paul's talking about? Isn't that what Paul's talking about? He goes, I have learned to be content in all situations. I'm a guy that's been whipped 39 times, one shy of death. Yeah. I've been a guy who's lived in palaces and had the best, finest food. And I've also been a pauper on the street begging for food. That stuff doesn't matter. Yeah. Like what matters is I've just been obedient to God and he's always provided on the mountaintop. He provided in the valley. He provided. And so we aren't obedient with the, the hope of like, everything's going to be great. Lollipops and, yeah. and candy canes. That's not it. It's just like, Hey, if my dad wants me to do this, I, I'm going to do it. Yeah. I may not understand it. I may not see the fruits of it. I, it might get exponentially harder in the midst of it. But if it's what my dad wants, then I'm going to do it. Because you can trust him. Right. You can. Right. And that's where I think it comes down to a lot is I don't think I can trust him. And that's what I guess the biggest addressing for us now today is like, even as you're sitting there going, oh, I want to be obedient. But, you know, sometimes you feel like, can I really trust that he's going to take care of me even when I can't see it? And, and I guess the challenge again goes back to is God's word true? You know, right. If God's word's not true, then, then let's not do any of this. But we believe that God's word is true. And I guess that's why we're here to proclaim this to you to go. It's worth trusting. Right. It's worth holding on to because he can be trusted. Will it turn out exactly as you want it? Probably not. Nothing in my life has turned out as, as I've wanted it. <laughs> but I don't look back and go, Carmax. man, I wish I didn't. <laughs> Um, I, I <laughs> don't go there. Don't go there. I won't. I don't won't. go there. I wish I didn't, <laughs> you know, uh, uh, sorry, you threw me off there. You know, I, I've never looked at my wife and said, man, I made a mistake with her. Or I never looked at my kids and said, man, I wish they just weren't, weren't born or, well, you know, I, I have, <laughs> I have honestly from, no, I'm just kidding. No, uh, no. I was like, wait a minute, where's this going? <laughs> but I, but I, I, as we look back, we're, we're all 
doing okay, right? I mean, we're, we're not sitting there, you know, you're not in your car right now, hopefully looking at your the whole entire spectrum of your life and going, man, everything is messed up. Right. Now, the other side of that, God can change anything in a moment. Right. God, if you allow yourself to be obedient from this point, because you're going to have a mistake after mistake, well, that doesn't mean, okay, now go back and catch up and pay back that money and do all these things. It's going, God, I want to be obedient to where you have me from this point on. Right. Right. And then you will begin to see change. Right. And so if, you, if you're finding yourself, so my journey of obedience, and I come from a church that highly values grace, and I think it's fantastic. We need to hear grace more and more and more, and that's why I keep going back to that. But if you're a guy who's like, man, I've struggled to be obedient to God, chances are you're also thinking to yourself at the exact same time, I don't know if I know what God wants me to be obedient in. And so my encouragement to you is this. Start with the small things. And when I say the small things, what I mean is God in his word, again, going back to scripture, do we believe it to be true? If it's true, he has laid out, particularly in the New Testament, if you if you want to, start reading some of the letters of Paul. Yeah. Like Ephesians and, and Colossians. I love it because the first two chapters in Ephesians and Colossians, all he talks about is the awesome saving grace of Jesus because he knows we need to know that foundation before any other conversation takes place. And then he goes on to... So now that you know that Jesus loves you, he saves you, and he's called you his child, here's how you should live. And he lays out like, hey, show mercy. Yeah. Learn to bear with each other. You know, be thankful in the things that you have. Be joyful always. I'll say it again, rejoice. Yeah. And he has these great little posture things of obedience that we can kind of go, oh, those are nice warm fuzzies. Or we can sit down and say, no, 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 I need to learn how to be rejoice. I need to learn how to rejoice. Yeah. So every day I'm going to be joyful for something. Yeah. That's an obedience thing. And yes. as we learn to be obedient in those things and saying, God, what am I supposed to be joyful for today? He begins to say, ha ha ha. Awesome. You've been faithful with a few things. Now I got something for yeah. you. Yeah. Does that make sense? Yeah. You know, I mean, I remember at one point in my journey where I was just depressed. I mean, and depression is on an all-time high right now. It really is. Like everyone, you know, yeah. social media has caused depression. You know, people's fake lives that you keep looking at and going. Everyone looking to government to save us. Yeah. Or the people and, in government to save us is leading to depression. Yeah. And, and there, there was a point in my life when I was severely depressed. I was lonely. I was, uh, I was, I was in Bible college, actually. It's funny. It's really funny how that, that played together. But, I mean, um, the, the idea that was I, I felt as though God was challenging me to be thankful you know, rejoice in the Lord always, you know, uh, what in Philippians says, whatever things are good, honest, a good report, think on these things. So the first thing I did was when I, when I got up, I would take two minutes and I would just try to thank God for stuff. And that was really hard. I mean, but eventually it was like, um, I'm thankful I woke up. I'm thankful <laughs> that I was in a bed. I'm thankful that there's breakfast downstairs. I'm thankful that I've got 10 fingers and 10 toes. Like it was real. I was stretching for a while. And then I actually had joy in the fact that I had 10 fingers and 10 toes because people don't. Right. I'm thankful that I had a bed, that I didn't wake up on the side of the street on concrete and wake up and go, oh, this is my life. And, and when you start to appreciate the gifts that God's given you, it turns hearts of empathy towards those who, who may not have that, which leads to serving, which is, again, God saying, just obey me. Yes. You don't need to know what that $20 is going to do. You don't need to know. So another great story about, about that whole empathy thing. So we were talking about this in youth group back in Austin Yeah. and the obedience thing. And so this girl and her dad, um, after church, went out to Schlotzky's. I hate Schlotzky's. It's a horrible restaurant. That's my opinion. My wife loves it. 
So we eat there from time to time. Anyways, they go to Schlotzky's, the last and she, place and she gets go. like a full sandwich, right? Yeah. And she only eats half of it. And but she has a little bit of extra cash, and so she she goes. I'm gonna go buy a, a little bit more, an, another half sandwich, and if I see someone, I'll give it away. You know, on the way home, a homeless guy or whatever. Yeah. And so she's learning how to drive, and so she comes up to the stoplight, and there's a there's a homeless guy sitting there with a sign, you know, and she feels like ah, I should give him the sign, but the light turns green, so she goes. But she does a U-turn, comes all the way back around. Okay, and so she sits there, and she's like, hey, you know what? Um, I have this sandwich. I just feel like I need to give it to you. Um, you know, so I hope you have a good day. He goes, oh, thank you so much. My wife and I would really love that. And she goes, where's your wife? Oh, she's underneath the bridge up there. And she goes, oh, I, ha- I have another half a sandwich that I didn't finish. Do you want that too? And it was like this, you know, dad thought she was a fool until it all unfolded. And all of a yeah. sudden she's like, now it makes sense. Yeah. Now it makes sense why I got a whole sandwich instead of a half sandwich when I uh, normally do to buy another half sandwich to give away where I, it, it all makes yeah, sense. And so yeah. it's that whole, again, when you're learning obedience, God will call us and begin to show us ways to serve others. Cause that's always the goal. Yeah. 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 Not to serve ourselves, no. but that we would be servants to others to show mercy to others. Yeah. And that's why I, 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 yeah. So, you know, it makes me think of a verse, Micah six, eight, and he says, um, and he has told you, O oh man, what is good, and what does the Lord require of you? I love this. But to do justice, to love kindness, and to walk humbly with your God. Yes. And so, guys out there, what do I do? How do I become obedient? Wow. Just ask the question to God, what do you want from me? And when, when he's asking that question of what do you want from me, it's in the idea that, man, I believe that God's word's true, so he's going to cast this stuff on me to go, I need to walk humbly with you. That's when you say, God, you're in control, I'm not. Right. To do justice, to see where justice is not happening and do justice. Right. Be the Superman of the day in Jesus' name. Right. Bringing hope to broken people. Right. And, and that could be just doing your job well and doing yeah. it with integrity. That could be bringing justice. Which is a rarity today. Yes, it is. Yes, it is. And so I guess the takeaways we look at and go, guys, maybe you haven't been obedient. Maybe you've said, I've just been kind of, you know walking in and out kind of wafting through my faith but I want to be obedient but I kept looking at obedience like I got to do this I got to get up I got to read my Bible I got it's like no you get to experience the truth of who God has been going God unlock something today that I need to see like show me the next step show me what I need to do and act on the awkward act on the crazy (laughs) going all the way back to our first few podcasts yeah walk in the awkward so, um, gentlemen, I know part of our struggle is going to be this. Um, like many of us, when we wake up on July or January 1st and we say, we're going to go to the gym, and we go to the gym and we do a super workout that first time, only to realize we're exhausted and we don't go back to the gym for two weeks. Yeah. And then we're like, oh, I'm just not going to go back to the gym because yeah. I'm happy the way I am. We can do the same thing with obedience. Where We come to that obedience we're like, oh, we need to move to... South America and serve over there because that's being obedient to the Lord. And the Lord's like, no, 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 no. I would much rather you be obedient a little bit every day yeah. than you have to pull in all of your leadership chips with your family and convince them that you need to move to South Africa Yeah, to do something. Does that make sense? Yeah, yeah, and absolutely. So, and so I guess, you know, if you struggle with obedience like the most of us, start small. And, and just do it every day with that posture and that prayer. Yeah. And just be amazed at how God will present opportunities for you to bring justice, to bring mercy, and to be humbled by a God who says and whispers to you and me, see, I love you. I haven't forgotten about you. My grace has saved you, and I have a world of things to show you. Yeah. Well, you know, I'll even add, as I'm thinking about this, as you're saying, 
roll over on Sunday and, you know, every morning and look at your wife and go, how can I serve her? How can I be obedient to the Lord by serving my bride? How can I serve my kids? And I don't mean serving, serving like, oh, can I make them breakfast? I mean, like that might be it. But I'm talking about how can I show them what it's like to be obedient to the father by serving those closest to me and start there. Start there. Absolutely. Absolutely. Hey, love this conversation, you guys. Uh, Coming in completely exhausted and tired, I'm energized and rejuvenated. And I realize I haven't had that prayer in my heart for a long time, and it's time to have that prayer every single day. Lord, what is it today you want me to be obedient to you in? Love it. Have a great day, guys. All right. God bless you guys. Thanks for listening to By Dads for Dads on the Known Legacy Podcast. Look for us on social media under Known Legacy or go to www.knownlegacy.org to stay connected. For booking or questions, email us at info at knownlegacy.org.